Welcome all those joining us online today. So grateful for the opportunity we have to come together, to worship, to celebrate. Shelly alluded to that this morning. Uh, we're kind of in a season of celebration. It's this time of year where you celebrate college and high school graduations, a celebration of years of uh, dedicated, uh, you know, plugging into and diving into educational studies and other things. And, and so we celebrate graduates. It's also a time of the year where people oftentimes will get married. So we, we celebrate the lives of people coming together, especially under God. And, and so we celebrate. And, and so this morning what we want to do is we just want to celebrate all the things that God has been doing through you as Connection Point Church. God's been doing incredible things. And I, I, maybe you're unaware, so we're just going to call them all out this morning. And we're going to celebrate them today. And I just pray that you get excited for, man, I'm so glad that I get to be a part of what God's doing here in the greater Lafayette area, around the world, through the influence of Connection Point Church. That's what you're a part of. Uh, so we're just going to dive right in this morning. So if you have your Bibles, hey, I hope you do. We're going to be in, in Luke chapter 14. If you don't have a Bible with you today, we've got one in the seat uh, underneath you. You're welcome to grab that, take it home if you don't have a Bible. I'm also going to invite you to stand for the reading of God's Word today. We're going to be in Luke chapter 14. So we're not continuing our series in Luke. We're just going to jump ahead, take one portion, and talk about it. I will come back to this passage to dive in deeper. Uh, but today it was uh, a great space to start as we talk about celebrating community. That's what the Great Banquet really is. And uh, this, this morning in the first service, as we were singing one of the lines in the song, it says, you know, we look back, we see that God is faithful. We look forward and we see that God is able. And God just dropped in Shelley's heart, you know, that no eye has seen, no ear has heard yet what God wants to do through this church. Like, we're just getting started. The best is truly yet to come. This today has been decades in the making of what God's been doing through the life of this church. And so we just want to pause and celebrate today because I just, I don't think we celebrate enough. And so we want to, we want to do that today. So we're going to be in Luke chapter 14 and we're going to be reading verses 16 through 24. So starting in verse 16, it says, But he said to him, so Jesus talking here, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who'd been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I bought a field and, and must go out to see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I've bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I've married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Not the bland, the blind. <laughs> and the servant said, Sir, what you have commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, go out to the highways and hedges. I love that. Go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in that may ha my house may be filled. Man, it's God's heart that all of the churches of the greater Lafayette area be filled. There's lost people out there that need to be reached, and we've got great churches to reach them here. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. These are the very words of God. You may be seated this morning. So the first thing we find in this passage, the way that you join the party, because that's the emphasis this morning. Basically what we're going to say is we're going to celebrate because of what God's been doing and we're going to invite everybody to join the party. And so the first thing we find is to join the party, you have to accept the invitation. 
To join the party, you've got to accept the invitation. So if uh, what I know of the culture, Middle Eastern culture, you go back 2,000 years, uh, they also had RSVP. Every host wants to know how to prepare. So it's not stated here, but what we know happened is, is this host puts out an invitation to friends, says, come, I'm hosting a banquet. They've already replied to say, we're coming. So then he prepares everything according to how many people are coming. And then he sends out word to say, everything's ready. Come and celebrate with me. But then people start making excuses. And we'll address that in the second part here. But the first thing is, the first thing that had to happen for that party to happen is the host sent out invitations the people accepted, so it all starts there. You've got to accept the invitation. When you came in today on the, the seat that you're sitting on, or maybe in the seat back in front of you, there was a connect group guide. Can you grab that this morning? Put that in your hand. So connect group guide, it may have been on the seat, maybe in the seat back in front of you. Wave it around like you just don't care. Come on, let's see those connect group guides. All right, so you've got a connect group guide. This is your invitation. It starts with finding a place of belonging here. If you want to be a part of celebration, if you want to join the party, it starts by saying, I understand I'm invited. And the way that you accept the invitation is when you head out of this room today, is you sign up to say, I want to be a part. I accept the invitation. So the way you do it this morning is you sign up, come play basketball, sign up, go ride motorcycles, sign up, jump in a, a Bible study, sign your kids up as well. They need to be a part of the party on Wednesday nights for discipleship. So sign up. That's the first thing. Second thing we find in joining the party is to join the party, you've got to stop making excuses. To join the party, you've got to stop making excuses. So once you've signed up, you've got to show up. It's real simple, not very complicated. To be able to celebrate, you've got to be there. What we find in the, in the passage we read, the excuses that are given at a glance, they really kind of seem feasible, right? Like, I bought property, I need to go check it out. Okay, well, that kind of makes sense. I, I, I bought some farm equipment. I bought some oxen. I need to go check it out. That makes sense. I, uh, I got married. Should spend time with my spouse. That's a good thing, you know. So it kind of seems like at the glance that those excuses are legitimate. But when you dive a little bit deeper, you start to realize, oh, those are really bad excuses. I mean, that would be like first excuse. You know, this guy, he bought a farm field. Now he wants to go check it out. Like, I call up Shelly. I'm on my way home tomorrow. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be late for dinner, start without me. I bought a house, and now I'm going to go take a look at it. How many realize you should probably look at the house before you buy it, right? Like, that's, that's pretty smart. How, if you'd like to buy a house without looking at it, let me know. I'll find some for you to purchase, see what kind of, you know, uh, profit we can make. Yeah, that's not a real good way to approach things. So these excuses aren't real valid. Uh, maybe to kind of help you understand a little bit better. You know, too often we read the Bible through a Western lens because we're Western civilization, but, you know, this is a Middle Eastern document. So it helps us to put on some Middle Eastern glasses to understand what's happening. So if I were to transpose this in a Western context, here's, here's what the scenario is. That basically you're having a dinner party, okay? You've got three of your friends. Think about three friends you'd invite. Take a minute. If you can't think of three, you really need to sign up for a connect group. <laughs> so you've got three friends you're going to invite... You, you call them, you text them, maybe you Facebook message them, however you communicate, and you're inviting them. Hey, come over Saturday night, going to have a, a great time together. And, and they all say, yeah, we're coming. And they even show up. So this is, this, they show up for that night, and, and you welcome them into the family room because you're still getting things ready. You've, you've prepared the meal. You're taking the time to get it on the table. You're setting the table. You're doing all these things while your friends are, are visiting. And then you come into the family room, and you tell them, everything's ready. Food's on the table. Come on in. 
and your first friend speaks up. They're like, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking. I have to mow the lawn tonight. Uh, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to stay. Mow the lawn. How long, how long does that guy stay a friend, right? So they walk out. Next person, ah, I forgot to feed the cat. I'm going to have to take off. So they take off to feed the cat. Uh, third person, they're like, oh, I've got bills on, the, on my desk. I need to go home. I've got some unpaid bills. They all leave. Like you've got rack of lamb on the table and your guests are walking out the door. What's wrong with this picture? They're making excuses. So the way that you join the party is you got to stop making excuses. So not only do you need to sign up, but you need to show up. So what does that mean for connect groups? Like all of a sudden you signed up, you're excited. You're like, yes, I'm all in. And you're like, and now I'm going to go on vacation. And well, if I miss two weeks, why don't I just miss all eight, you know? So don't make excuses. Go on vacation, get some rest, come back and engage in community. You know, uh, other excuses. Uh, Ah, oh, it's too late. It's too, I got to put my kids to bed, you know, 6.30. I've got like a two-hour bedtime routine. First of all, tighten that up a little bit. It's kind of a long bedtime routine. Second thing is, it's light till like 9 o'clock, and if your kids are like mine, they're like, why am I going to bed? It's still way light outside. So they're going to stay up anyway. So jump into connect groups. Don't make excuses. Dive into community. It's important uh, to be able to be in community. You know, the, the weather's too nice. I, I don't want to hang out with Christians today. I'm just kidding. I've never heard that excuse. Just seeing if you're paying attention this morning. That would be, that would be terrible. <laughs> Jump into community. Don't make excuses. You're meant to be here and be in community. How do you join the party? You sign up and you show up. All right. You need to look at your neighbor and you're going to tell him, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to show up. Go. Real simple. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to show up. Come on. All right, that was a lot longer. I'm not sure what else you were telling your neighbors. What happens once you sign up and show up? You join the party. You get to celebrate with us. Because here's what's really important for you to understand. If you're not diving into community, you're drifting away from community. You don't get to stay at a static point right here on the edge. So what that means is if you're not diving in, it means you're drifting away, whether you realize it or not. And I don't want you to miss the party. I don't want you to miss the celebration. Uh, I've mentioned uh, before that 80% of churches in the U.S., they're in decline. I've also mentioned that we're in the 20% of churches that is obviously growing, that King Jesus is building his church here. I'm so grateful to be a part of a growing church. And when I look at that statistic, though, not only, there's kind of more to it, that when you look at the 20%, 14 percent of those churches are growing simply because the community they live in is growing so it actually only means six percent of churches are actually experiencing true kingdom growth that's actually what it means so the question for me was well you know is the greater lafayette area community growing and is that why connection point church is growing so i, I dove into some numbers try to figure that out and and when you look at the growth of the community we live in Indy Star had published an article uh, about at least a month ago, and they were talking about fastest growing communities in every state. So you can look it up. You know, it listed fastest growing community in Colorado, fastest growing community in Arizona, and it just kind of went through the list. Fastest growing community in the state of Indiana is right here, Greater Lafayette community. This is the fastest growing community in the state of Indiana. You're living in it. I had met with the city mayors a couple of months ago. Mayor Lafayette, he said, we have more jobs than people to fill them. How many know that's a good problem to have? That's incredible. 
So we live in the fastest growing community. So what that means in terms of numbers is from 2010 to 2017, greater Lafayette area community grew by 8.5%. So the question for us was, well, so we're a growing church, but does that mean that we grew by 8.5% in that time frame? The answer is actually no. We didn't grow by 8.5% in those seven years. Connection Point Church at 2010 was on the corner, um, which is now a retention pond. And so 2010, 290 people, average attendance in 2010. Last year, 2017, average attendance, 550 people. So we didn't grow by 8.5%. We almost doubled. We almost grew by 100%. That's incredible. So you're a part of a church that's experiencing true kingdom growth. So then we also have to follow that up with another question to ask, why? Why is Jesus building his church here? And the answer is very simple, because we're committed to loving God, to loving others. We're committed to the great commandment, and we're committed to seeing that lived out through the great commission. That's why this church is growing, because we say, God, we want, to, we want more of you. God, we want to love our neighbors well, and we want to see the world touched in your name. We want to baptize people locally and globally in Jesus' name. That's why this church is growing. I got an email from the National Leadership and Resource Center, which is in, in Springfield, Missouri, for the Assembly of God. And they emailed to say, man, we just want to thank you for being a great church in our movement. So Connection Point Church is a part of the Assemblies of God, and it's a, a member of 13,000 churches in the U.S., so lots of churches. And of those 13,000 churches, they said, you were number 262 in missions giving last year. 262 out of 13,000. How many know that's a pretty good number? That's amazing. But what I loved even more is that it said, and actually you were 94th in increase of missions giving. So it says missions is important and it's increasingly important to this church. That's an awesome thing, folks. What a thing to celebrate. God is building his church here because we're committed to the Great Commission. We're committed to, to reaching our local community. We're committed to missions, global missions. We're committed to investing in the next generation. How do I know that? Because we took up an offering two weeks ago, a Kingdom Builders miracle offering, and you guys gave generously. It was an awesome offering. Would you guys like to know what it is? Yeah. I bet you would. If you come back next week, we'll make sure to read. <laughs> you know what I thought of? I thought, man, if I didn't tell him, it'd be like Luke chapter 4 in here, you know, the synagogue in Nazareth. Drag him out and throw him off a cliff, you know. <laughs> Bad news. No, we want to celebrate that this morning. Two weeks ago, you guys gave in a weekend offering that totaled $107,000. That's amazing. Praise God. Half of that going to Kingdom Builders. So here's what's really cool about that special offering. We've talked about giving obediently and giving generously, and you did that. It's not that it was all Kingdom Builders. It's not that it was all just high that was saying, we're going to give obediently and we're going to give generously. Thank you for being a generous church. That's amazing. So what that means so far in Kingdom Builders, we've seen over $230,000 come in for Kingdom Builders this year. That's awesome, folks. And when you look at people who have said, we still want to give toward our pledges, we know that by the time we report back in September, as we cast vision again for the new year, I'm sure we're going to be past $300,000 in Kingdom Builder giving. That's amazing. That's awesome. And so then the question is, well, how are we investing in the kingdom? Some of it's already been done. The parking lot and the, and the extra drive to help us cycle through services so that we can maximize, because Jesus says that my house may be filled. As Jesus builds this house, we've got to have capacity for it. 
So that's already happened. We've sent some young adults to, uh, to Amman, Jordan, to be able to be invested in there. You got to hear from one of those a couple of weeks ago from McCade. So God, we've already been investing those resources, but what else are we going to get behind? Mega Sports Camp. We're going to fully fund Mega Sports Camp. At the end of June, we get to invest in the lives of lots and lots of kids in our community that week. It's an incredible week where we're sharing the story of Jesus with the next generation. It's an awesome week. So what will help us with that is we're going to install some basketball goals on the west end of our parking lot to help us with Mega Sports Camp. We're going to invest, uh, invest in some check-in stations so that we can help check-in kids in an easier way. Uh, we've got new radios for our security team so kids' security can better coordinate because we want to create a safe environment where our kids learn about Jesus. Uh, we'll round out some of the landscaping so that we can continue to create a welcoming environment. Time and time again, I sit in the new members class, and I don't know how many people, when they talk about what led you to Connection Point, a welcoming environment is, is top on their list oftentimes. So we want to continue to welcome people into this space. But what about missions? So we've got local church expansion. We've got missions. We got to talk this morning in the volunteer breakfast with the young couple that was here two weeks ago talking about their opportunity to plant the church in Iraq. So we got to FaceTime with them because we wanted to include others in the conversation to help them, uh, for them to be able to learn that we're going to support a church plant in Iraq with $50,000. That's awesome. We should celebrate that. Amen. You will one day worship with Iraqis in heaven because of that investment. That's an awesome thing. That's an, that's an eternal investment. So may we never take light of what God is doing through you and kingdom builders. That's awesome. So that's Iraq. What else are we going to be a part of? We get to help set up a healthcare clinic in Tibet. How many of you ever thought in your lifetime you'd help set up a healthcare clinic in Tibet? That's awesome. You're going to help set up a water well uh, system in the Dominican Republic. Pastor training materials for pastors in the Czech Republic. We're going to help with transitional housing for orphans in Africa. We're going to help do Chi Alpha training seminars in Indonesia. All of that through Kingdom Builders. And, and all of those projects, here's one I also want to relate. You know, like, where do those project lists come from? It comes from our missions council. We ask our missions council, all of our regional directors, hey, talk to your people in the missions council, talk to our global partners, ask them how we can be a part, and then they tell us what we can do to get behind it. So if you want to get behind speaking into where those project funds are being spent on, come join the missions council. It's an awesome space for you to see firsthand, grassroots level, how you can be a part of making a difference around the world. So that's our global endeavor. What about our next generation? We've already sent some young adults to Amman, Jordan. Next month, we're going to send all of our high school seniors to Morocco. What an awesome thing. We've got some that are here this morning. So they're going to be able to firsthand see all those Speed the Light mission dollars, how those are being invested to reach the lost in Morocco. Uh, if you were here for the question and answer night with the family that was here from Iraq, one of the things they mentioned is that one of the most impactful things they've seen is that when uh, young adults come over on trips, their lives are changed. So I just love that we're a part of that. We've already been a part of that. So thanks for investing in the next generation. So local church expansion, missions, next generation, God's doing incredible things. So that's what we're celebrating this morning. But I think what's interesting as you look at this text is not everybody got to participate in that celebration. There's kind of a bit of a divide that happens that people either became excuse makers and they missed the party, or they were uh, excited members and they were a part of the party. So my admonition to you this morning, because this is, again, what we're talking about this morning, this is decades long in the making. This isn't just this last year. This is a long time of this church saying, we're going to be about these things, and now we're starting to bear more and more fruit of that. And there was others that were meant to be a part of that celebration. They're missing it this morning. Why? 
because if we're not careful, we can become excuse makers when we're meant to be excited members. Are you hearing me this morning? So my pastoral heart for you this morning is, if you feel like I'm, I'm not diving into community, you're probably drifting away, but you can change course this morning and you can become an excited member instead of an excuse maker. And that's what I want for you today. I want you to live in that. Uh, what I want to do in closing this morning is I want to invite our Connect Group leaders uh, up to the front this morning. We want to pray with them, and then we're going to send them out on Main Street where you can sign up. So if you're a Connect Group leader for a summer Connect Group, if you don't mind to join me uh, on the front this morning, we just want to pray with them that God leads them well as they, they lead their Connect Groups, Connect Groups for kids, for moms, for motorcycles and basketball and all kinds of things. We need to pray for that 5K group that people don't die. Some, some hard training that goes on there. But we just want to pray that God blesses our endeavor to say, every one of you belongs here, and we want you to be a part. We want you to join the party and to celebrate with us today. God, I just pray for each and every one of these connect groups this morning. I pray for each one that's represented here. I pray, Lord, that you would develop community like we just haven't known. God, I just pray that for those that recognize this morning that they've been drifting away from community, God, give them a heart to dive into community today. May they find a place of belonging here because we want to belong uh, in a way that, that helps us to impact the world and, and your kingdom in ways that we just can't do on our own. And so, God, I just thank you that we can celebrate this morning what you've been doing through the life of this church for decades. And now we get to see ever-increasing fruit and Lord, know firmly the best days are still yet to come. And so God, I just pray that with that vision in mind and what we see happening, Lord, that you would compel each and every one that's here this morning to find a place of belonging through Connect Groups today. Lord, I pray for these Connect Group leaders. I pray that you give them wisdom and strength and discernment as they lead. I pray, Jesus, that you would help them to assimilate people together, that they might find a place of togetherness and belonging. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to send uh, the Connect Group leaders, if you want to head out to Main Street, we'll let you get a head start, so feel free to go. And we're just going to run through some of the slides so that that way you can see as you leave out from this space this morning, who are you looking for? Uh, in case from that catalog, you're, you're wondering so you can find these faces. So the first one is Living Free. So this is an opportunity for you if you'd like to be a part of the Living Free program to serve as a mentor in that area. You can sign up and be a part that way. We've got Hoop, There It Is. Come play some basketball if you like basketball. Um, join us for that. It'll be a great time together. We've got Connection Point Kids. Don't forget to sign up your kids. They need to join the party too. So sign them up for that Wednesday night class. We've got uh, the preschool age as well as a part of those kids. We've got Boys Discipleship, Wednesday nights. Man, send them to that space where they can be discipled. And if you're interested in serving as a mentor there, talk to Jim about that as well. We've also got Girls Discipleship. Sign up your elementary age girls for girls discipleship on Wednesday nights. And if you're interested in serving as a mentor, talk with Mary Jo. We've got Connection Point Youth. Sign up your youth. There they are. <laughs> I love that you guys are in the middle. It's awesome. So we want to sign up. Connect to Serve. Hey, if you want to help serve our kids, I encourage you. Sign up as a Connect to Serve and serve those um, who are also throughout the building. We've also got uh, Bowling. So if you like to bowl, that's a great place to plug into. We've got a mom's group. Hey, get together with some other moms. Have some great times together. 5K training. So if you want to walk or run. So every year, just so you're aware, we do a 5K uh, race on Labor Day weekend. It supports the fight against human trafficking and sex slavery. So we provide training for that. So 5K training. You can walk it. You can run it. It's a great time together. Uh, stepping into freedom. 
We've got a, a space if you've got life-controlling issues. I would encourage you, sign up for that class. It's a great program to walk through with others in community. You're meant to live free in Jesus' name. At the movies, it's actually a Bible study. So we encourage you, if you want to jump into a Bible study this summer, that's a great place to go. Inductive Bible study on the Psalms. So if you want to specifically study the Psalms together, that's a, a great group to jump into. And we've got a golf group. So if you want to get out golfing this summer, join some other people in golfing. Walking on water. If you've ever wondered how Jesus did it, sign up. No, it's exercise. If you want to exercise in the water setting, otherwise I need to sign up too because I've been curious. Um, but yeah, walking on water, great place. Riders, so motorcycle group. If you want to get out and motorcycle with some others, it's a great thing to do. And we've all, oh man. <laughs> Wibbit, bitwog. Agatric, whoa, I, I have no idea. Pastor Zach is leading something in a Bible study. If you'd like to know more information, please go out to the uh, Connect Group sign up. <laughs> I have no idea. Connection Point Young Adults, a great place to hang out with young adults this summer. But yeah, the encouragement is, sign up for a connect group. How do you join the party? You sign up, you show up, and then you get to celebrate. It's really not complicated. If you're, if you're not in the place of diving into community, you're drifting away. Here's what Luke 14 tells us. Luke 14 tells us every person is one excuse away from missing the party. You're one excuse away from missing the party, and you're not meant to. You're meant to be a part of the ongoing celebration that's going to be happening here at Connection Point. We really are just getting started. The best days are yet ahead, and I don't want you to miss them. So I want to pray with you that you go sign up today. God, I just pray for each and every one in this room today. I pray that they would have a heart to sign up, to show up, and to be able to celebrate with everyone else in this room. Lord, I just thank you that we're a part of a church that you have saw fit to build. That, that we are a part of a, a, a church that's committed to seeing your kingdom built. And so, Lord, I pray that you continue to go before us in the days, the weeks, the months, the years ahead. I pray that we would stay firm and steadfast in our purpose to, to reach the lost, to see your great commission fulfilled. And, Lord, I, I pray that you would lead people into community well, that that's the starting point, Lord, that we'd find a place of belonging here. So I just pray that if there are those that have struggled to find a place of belonging, may they find it in the next couple of months. Jesus, I just pray that community would be found like it's not been found before. And Jesus, I pray that you would uh, compel us, Lord, continue to compel people from the highways and hedges to come into this space. You've been doing it, and God, I just pray for further increase that we might make an impact for your kingdom. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your watch. Look at your phone. What time is it? 11.45. We usually dismiss around noonish ish. So you've got at least a solid 15 minutes. Your kids are having an awesome time in your kids' spaces. You do need to pick them up at some point. You don't have to do it right now. In fact, you'll probably not be happy. Your kids won't be happy if you pick them up right now because they're still partway through their, their class. But go, you've got 15 minutes. Sign up, be a part, sign up, and then show up. And as you leave from this space, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious to you, show you his mercy, and fill you with his peace. Amen. Go with God today.